tried. He took the midnight train, midnight train going anywhere. And now they all switch off. And if that doesn't fire you up, the sound of me singing on a Saturday morning. Oh, you can't stop believing, Grant. You can't stop believing. You can't stop believing if you're the Silver Ferns. You can't stop believing if you're 16 nations still alive at the FIFA Women's World Cup. You can't stop believing if you're the Australian rugby team. And you can't stop believing if you're the Warriors and the Warriors oh, fans. Never in doubt, right, last night. Never in doubt. You can't stop believing in the Saturday sesh and well, what we are about to deliver to you as a listener. Wow. 0800-150-811. We want to hear from you. First thing this morning. What are we going to talk about? There's so much to talk I, about. I know. It should be going off. This what is it called the fruit machine? It should just be flashing at us. Fruit machine. Dean should just be on the dial again. <laughs> the fruit machine. Finn, have you ever heard the phone system be called the fruit machine before? Oh. I don't. I don't think so. No, no way. No. Never well, in my life I don't have I ever my, heard it be called the fruit, the fruit machine. machine. You obviously you play way too many pokies, do you? I blame it on you because <laughs> you're my radio mentor. You're the, the host. Board. The board, the board, full board of calls is what we want. 0800 150 811. It is open line talk throughout this hour. Uh, I'm Daniel McCarty. He's Grant Elliott. Uh, Finn is with us, our producer extraordinaire. We take you through to one o'clock. We've got some guests uh, coming this way. We're going to talk to uh, Campbell Burns, uh, New Zealand rugby editor. We will uh, break down the NPC. Well, who's going to finish second, really? Who's going to finish second? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, who, 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 don't stop believing all those teams out there that you can finish second in the Bunnings NPC behind the defending, uh, reigning, uh, all conquering, nigh on unbeatable Wellington Lions. Hey, you, you, you could try to give me a 33 man World Cup squad if you want. Oh, all Blacks like that, that on Monday. Daniel McCarty's got three sheets of paper. There's crosses. There's ticks. You know, there's some over over analysis paralysis. Okay. okay. I'm sure there's someone out there that can nail down the theory. Yeah. What chances does Silver Ferns have against English Roses? Oof. Oh, there's so much. We'll get to headlines shortly. The, 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 your, your desire to get calls. It's already Fruit right. machines the firing up. Even before the, he, the headlines. And we'll get to those shortly. G'day, Jared. You can go first. Hello, Jared from Welcome Christchurch. We can't hear Jared. Oh, he's there. Oh, hello, Jared. We can hear you now. Good morning. Oh, great. Good morning to you, chaps. The first time uh, on the on the, the phone with you guys, and what Lovely. a pleasure. But guys... Thank you, Jared. Uh, don't, don't, yes, no worries there. Um, don't worry about the football, the netball. What about the darts? Two Kiwis in the next round of the darts tonight. Uh, Tata, Johnny Tata said Tata to uh, Peter White. <laughs> Uh, and and um, the other fellow, Puha, great game. Hey, that's uh, Oh, your line just cut out. Uh, Sorry, Jared, your line just cut out as you were making that point. I think you were trying to highlight just how significant. How significant to, to people like me who don't follow the sport, um, you know, day in day out. How big of an upset? Quite, quite the upset. And I tell you what. There was another young guy from Christchurch. Um, he 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 didn't disgrace himself either. And the number one player uh, for New Zealand, he he just struck a guy uh, in in uh, top form, but he didn't he didn't disgrace himself. So Kiwi darts is, is flying high. 
Brilliant yeah. stuff. And and Jared, I know that um, Johnny Tata, who beat the number two, Peter Wright, was a truck driver from New Zealand. That's what it said in the in the in the headlines. Quite right, quite right. Um, um, the Javelin, um, the Harry Javelin, you did right. He's a truck driver from Wainuiomata, in your territory. Brilliant. Not far from here. Just go over the hill, and maybe maybe they're already erecting the, the statue for Johnny Tata. But they're, they're, what, what a great name. You know, when, when you win, you can go, Ta-ta! <laughs> You're <a> poet, Ta-ta! <laughs> Take well, care. Bye-bye <laughs> now. Lovely to see you. <laughs> hey, funny you should say that, guys, because that's, that's what I couldn't wait to say, you guys, say to you guys this morning. Hey, look, isn't... isn't um, and I don't need to tell you guys, you guys love your sport too, but isn't the theatre of sport just fantastic to see some underdogs yeah. get up against yep. the... the guys, eh? Absolutely. We, we are really blessed at the moment. There's so much going on, Jared. Thanks so much for setting us off on uh, such a good note, mate. Go enjoy your day. I know you're in Christchurch, so good luck coming second in the NPC as well, mate. Go well. Yeah, and great debut on the show, Jared. Great debut on the That's show. strong showing. Skipping yeah. Sinclair oh, wasn't it? Oh, Double ton of debut. <laughs> Brilliant. Thanks, Jared. Our number is 0800 That's what we say. That's what we say. Um, you can set the agenda. It's open line talk. We are open to your thoughts. And there is so much sport going on, whether it is the uh, the darts masters. Yeah, the world number two, Peter Wright. Um, early exit. Bye-bye. Ta-ta. To Johnny Ta-ta. To Johnny Ta-ta, the truck driver from Wainui what, what I like about that, Brilliant. though, Daniel, that. is Jared, Jared had the guts to phone in. Yep. So many times you have people sitting there going, I really want to phone in. I've got something on my mind. But they don't. And you can text in. You can, you know, take the easy route and go double eight, double three. Uh, but phoning in, we'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear your views. We will always give priority to those who uh, call. All right, let's get to the headlines. Better late than never, right? Seven minutes after 10 o'clock. Uh, the Warriors make it four in a row after beating the Gold Coast Titans. 28 points to 18 in the NRL last night. Ben Cummins blows the whistle and the Warriors... Survive a little bit of a scare from the Titans in the second half. Two quick tries in the last 10 minutes has seen them walk away victors. 28 points to 18. It's another two points on the competition ladder. They'll stay inside the top four, sitting in third position. And they win here on the Gold Coast. 28 points to 18. Sammy Hewitt and Kimby had the call for us here on SCNZ last night, and it was a bit of a scrappy performance. They did struggle against the 12-man side, um, who had uh, prop Moakai uh, Fotuaki, uh, my apologies, uh, was sent off. He was sent off for a vicious shoulder charge, according to uh, Finn, who's written this uh, wonderful story. Vicious shoulder charge. Was it vicious, or was it an NRL shoulder charge? Oh, it was a it was an NRL mistake. It was it a was shoulder to the head. Intentional. You I know think what? It's a pretty ugly incident, and I don't think it's a, a terrible decision, whether or not you consistently get those uh, rulings week in, week out. Um, no hands and shoulder. So, yeah, I reckon that is, it's unlucky. If, you, um, if you, you're not going to be show the skill to get lower in those tackles, I think then you deserve to go off. Okay, fair enough. Scores were level at 18 apiece with under seven minutes to go, but Torhu Harris scored from close range. Uh, then Sean Johnson's kick led to a game-selling try for Dallin Wartini-Zelesniak. The Warriors are currently, as you heard Sam Hewitt say, sitting in third place behind the Brisbane Broncos to the World Netball Championships, where the Silver Ferns have crawled into the semi-finals of the Netball World Cup and now face 
the Roses of England in the semi-finals. England caused a uh, upset against tournament frontrunners Australia, uh, beating the Australians by 56 to 55 to cruise into their semi-finals. Conversely, New Zealand has struggled. Uh, draw against host South Africa, 48 apiece, and then a big loss, 59-48 to the Sunshine Girls of Jamaica. Jamaican women's sport is having an amazing couple of weeks. Well, the Sunshine Girls are always going to be good at this tournament, but their, their women's football side has somehow progressed to the round of 16, um, eliminating Brazil. Um, amazing performance by them. So Jamaica loving life. Um, uh, Ferns to take on England. Uh, the Ferns and Netball surely won't forget the 2019 Netball, Netball World Cup semi-final grant where the Silver Ferns ruined the chances of England making their first grand final appearance after de defeating them 47-45 in the semi-finals. We do hope they can do it. Oh, it's a little bit dis uh, difficult without uh, star shooter Grace Nwaki, you would uh, think. Where else we turn? Well, the Tall Blacks have bounced back against Japan in a seeky-friendly uh, basketball international, winning 94-75. to uh, After losing the first friendly, 79-72, a strong showing from the squad and a healthy 19-point uh, win with five players in double figures for uh, the Tall Blacks. That's always encouraging. Ruben Tarangi re leading the way with 20.6 rebounds. Um, and lastly, the uh, football, we can say the Wellington Phoenix have secured a, um, a place in the last 16 of the Australian Cup. Debutant Josh Rudland scored from a Kalen Nguyen cross in the 119th minute um, after a dramatic extra time period, finished at two goals to one over the uh, Peninsula Power on the round of 13-32 match at AJ Kelly Park in Redcliffe. Uh, Pennington had put the Phoenix in front in the first half, uh, but the Queensland National Premier League side equalised in the second, sending it into uh, added time. And Giancarlo Italiano's first competitive game as coach, the Phoenix has finished with a win. Meantime, and you can catch this on SENZ, of course, it is the knockout stages of the FIFA Women's World Cup. I love knockout football, Grant Elliott. I absolutely love and adore it. Switzerland up against Spain. It should be. Well, this is New your, Zealand should be yeah, playing today. This is your game, the New FIFA Zealand World Cup. should be playing today. Switzerland up against Spain and Auckland before Japan, who've arguably been the best team uh, in group play, take on Norway in Wellington. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm really keen to get your thoughts on the FIFA uh, World Cup, the Women's World Cup, and how it's gone. And you've watched probably more of it than anyone in New Zealand at the moment. You, how many games have you commentated? Uh, Look up to your wall with your statistics on. I think 13. Uh, 13 games. So I've got a two round of 16 games, two quarterfinals and a semi-final to go. So what's that, about five games to go? Yeah. How are you doing? Are you I'm, fatiguing? I'm getting emotional. You're getting yeah, emotional. I'm getting emotional. <laughs> getting emotional. Almost. But like, in all seriousness, like, this was a tournament that was, how can I describe it? Uh, prior, prior to the event, you had so many teams at war with their own federations about getting a fair cut of the pie, fair slice of the pie. You've got Jamaica, who, in all seriousness, Grant, has had to have a GoFundMe page. No way. To get to the World Cup, to help their preparations, and now under the round of 16. And, and I'm sorry, I'm willing to fight anyone on the entertainment. The entertainment has been brilliant. Uh, the, the, the football has been attacking in nature. Um, not as cynical as the men's game. I've long argued it's just been wonderful theatre, so I've really enjoyed it. And I, and hopefully our listeners have too. So, I mean, 
everyone has said that this tournament has been one of the better World Cup tournaments in terms of participation. Is that because of the organisation of it? Is it because it's something fairly new? Or is it just because of the theatre and well, because I, I, women's football is unpredictable? I think it's the, the more towards the latter of those. Uh, FIFA events are or, always well run, Grant. Uh, very, very well run. But remember, this is the first time we've got a tournament of 32 teams. The natural inclination for critics are to go, well, you're going to dilute your product. Mm. You're going to have more lopsided games. Well, let's just take Group H, for example. Uh, Two-time world champions, Germany, the number two ranked side in the world, didn't get out of their group. Yeah. Uh, nor did the second ranked side in that group, South Korea, ranked 17 in the world. Teams currently ranked 25th in Colombia and Morocco making their debut, 72nd ranked team of the world have eliminated those two teams and wonderful theatre and drama so if you're willing to make some predictions of the round of 16 and beyond or just your highlights of this tournament to date, feel free uh, absolutely really keen to, to speak to those who've uh, followed this tournament, 0800 150 811, I've just loved also the time zones mate, Oh yeah. peak hour <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. there's so much of World Cups when it's in the middle of the night or early in the morning, we all miss but we We've had a chance to really get into the weeds of this comp. And even the USA games, there in the afternoon. So do you still see the USA as being the team to win this comp? I, um, I'm not joining the chorus of people who are putting a line through them based on group play form. I, I think that is uh, fool's gold to, f- to focus too much on group play. The, the other thing, the Americans, yeah, they have not looked like uh, the US sides of previous tournaments, right? They're two-time defending champs. Know, score goals at will at previous tournaments. Here's one thing they are not doing. They are not giving any chances away. The underlining metrics tell us they are the, the best defensive team at this tournament as far as goal-scoring opportunities conceded. Um, last time I checked, Grant, um, not conceding goals is pretty darn important when you get to a knockout stage. Yeah. Well, I mean, looking at you know all of the teams, and I've got the screen in front of me now, you know, Sweden playing Spain, and then you've got the Netherlands against South Africa. South Africa was a surprise. Um, Brilliant story. Yeah, great story there. Then Japan, Norway, which is in our home city tonight. Uh, Sweden, USA. So that's it's all one side. On the one, yeah, on the left side of this knockout table, and then just sort of trawling through there, the names that of countries that sort of stand out: Australia, France, England, and the surprise one, Jamaica. Are Jamaica going to get up against Colombia? Uh, that will be tight. That will be real tight. They haven't conceded a goal yet, Jamaica. Their, their goalkeeper, Spencer, has been ridiculous. I think 17 saves in, in three games. But you look at that side of the draw who didn't progress. The Olympic champions, Canada, didn't get out of their group. The Asian champions, China, mm. didn't get out of their group. Uh, you know, Brazil didn't yeah. get out of their group. And we've already mentioned Germany and Korea. That, that's, that's bonkers. That, that's, it's been wonderful. I hope you've enjoyed it. So who's been the most impressive? I mean, I know Japan. Probably Japan. Japan. Yeah. Why? Just... Their variety of play, the, the way they, they took on uh, Zambia in game number one, exploited them defensively because that was their weakness. So they were on the front foot, they attacked. The movement was fantastic. Could have been seven or eight. Uh, then in Costa Rica, uh, it was a truly professional performance. You know, got two goals up, just to absolutely managed the game. And then uh, a masterclass of counterattacking football against uh, Spain as they beat them four goals to nil. They scored four goals on five shots. Okay, so... so ruthless. So Japan are playing Norway tonight in mm-hmm. Wellington, the, the stadium. And then we've got Sweden, USA. Now, USA should progress. 
Let's say Japan. Not necessarily. Sweden are the th- number three ranked side in the world. So you think that that could be an upset? That's that's a massive game. They're Big two game. absolutely historic teams. And then USA might have a ne- another good. Uh, if they do progress, they might have a Japan USA. Yes. How are you feeling about that? Because you've talked up Japan. Oh, Japan, Norway, Sweden, and the United States. That little sort of bracket within the bracket. You look, Norway. They're hard to pick. They were pretty poor through two games. They turned it on when they needed to and scored six uh, up against the Philippines. Philippines! <laughs> Philippines! Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I'm really looking forward to this. Um, but, Grant, my, you should not listen to me. The team I tipped to win the tournament with Germany out, yeah. is out. Yeah, yeah. Is out. But how did you feel? Okay, Germany are out, so obviously your heart sunk there because everyone's questioning your ability to predict uh, a winner. But they don't pay me for that. <laughs> what about um, what about when New Zealand got knocked out? How did you feel? Did you feel like the tournament was still gaining traction here? Do you feel like people are still behind it? Well, I think host nations are really important to, to keep that going. But look at the crowd since. Yeah, crowds have been really strong. Um, I, I would. I think that's more of a question for our listeners, isn't it, Grant? Yeah. You know, when you you know, you know this, when you're on a tour of you know you're deep into commentary, you sort of that's all you focus on. You know, everything is football World Cup uh, in a, in a, in a lot of ways. Uh, so that's more of a question uh, for the for our listeners. Like, how how do you stay involved in the tournament? Do you, do you latch on to a team because you've been to that country? I don't know. Do you latch on to a team because you like a certain player? Do you latch on to a team because you like? The style of play, I'd love to hear how our listeners, if any, are trying to grasp on to this tournament. Of course, you'll probably, you know, nail your colours to the Netherlands, right? <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say South Africa. No, no. <laughs> no, sir. So, so this, because this is difficult. Grant, we all know where he's from, right? But he's a proud Kiwi. But, you know, you've got, you got Dutch in the family. Yeah, there's Dutch in the family. So that, that would be quite a niggly game. In fact, <laughs> I, I didn't really register that until now. Yeah, but Dutch against South Africa and Sydney. I, I'm nailing my flag to Japan. Japan! Just because, do you know why? Why? Underdogs, massive underdogs. No one's really talked them up up until now. But also, Japan have the potential to create an amazing upset in the quarterfinals. You'd love to see the US. If it's the USA. You'd love to see them. And the, the, the fans clean up the stadium afterwards. They clean up the area. They get their rubbish. And, you know, I just, I've got so much respect for the, the Japanese fans in any sporting event that they go to. So, yeah, I'm all Japan. But who are the listeners going for? Yeah, love to get your thoughts, how you're uh, staying involved in this tournament and uh, who you're uh, tying your own colours to. Our number is 0800 150 811. There's so much to discuss. Uh, Silver Ferns, chances. Against England um, and overall chances at the World Cup. The Warriors won seven out of their last eight games, Grant. It was a messy performance last night, but still they got the job done, closing it out with tries in the 72nd and 75th minute. Love to get uh, Warriors fans uh, on board as well. There's so much to discuss, including um, a little matter of the second Bledisloe. Now, the Bledisloe was tucked away. The All Blacks have made 12 changes. They are, you know, um, having taking looks, shall we say. If you're brave enough to uh, give me a, you know, talk to us about the 33 uh, All Black squad for Monday that will be announced for the Rugby World Cup, feel free. Or maybe you just want to talk about individuals. Who are you worried about missing out? Um, who needs to be there that you feel may not? Let us know. All those questions up for debate, you choose. 0800 150 Text us double eight double three back after this break. It is 20 after 10. Work it, make it, do it. Makes us harder, better, faster, stronger. Work it, harder, better, faster, stronger. 
can't wait much longer. I know I got to be right now. Cause I can't get much stronger. Man, I've been waiting all night, man. That's how long I've been on you. Oh, at under one five oh eight eleven, that is our number. Open line talk throughout the hour. It's twenty-five minutes after ten o'clock as far as what else is coming up on the show. We will have our Rosine Talking Cricket segment affectionately, lovingly known as Swigging Both Ways. A number of uh, key issues Grant and I will discuss. Uh, we're going to talk netball and football with someone who was very, very good at netball and football. Who's very, that? very good. Central Pulse captain back in the day. Fine radio commentator uh, from time to time on SCNZ too. And was at the 2015 World Cup, was in the squad for New Zealand's 2015 Football World Cup in Canada. Uh, Kusha Lichwak has just been loving life, uh, staying up late, watching way too much sport. We're going to catch up with her around 11.40. Campbell Burns is going to join us uh, as we look at the uh, All Blacks up against Australia and the Bledisloe. Ponder some talking points for the uh, World Cup squad announcement and wish our commiserations to all the other sides who have to lose to Wellington in the, uh, the MPC, right Grant? You love that. Well, I don't know if you've heard, we are the reigning NPC champions and also the Ramford Shield holders. Um, I know, Finn, Finn, are you aware of this? We'll, we'll go to someone in Auckland. We'll, we'll just check you know, someone in Auckland. Yes, are Daniel, I am aware of this. Yeah, uh, well, wonderful. He's aware of this. <laughs> it's good. I, I like to make people aware. He has to bring it up, Finn, yeah. because he can't bring up the mace. It was, no, no, we, we were the original World Test champions. We, we, we climbed Everest first. We, yeah. As I often say, who remembers... The second, <laughs> the second, you know, climbing party. Have you, have I, you, I, ha- I don't. I need to take you to the Wellington uh, Cricket Museum. Why? Because you can hold the mace. So they give you. still there? Yeah, they give you the, the white gloves. Oh, really? And then, yeah, you're not allowed to. So I'll be like that guy on the snooker You're only table. allowed to touch the trophy, obviously, if you've won it. So, um, so I'm, give not you the white allowed, I'm allowed to touch it. So they're going to put white gloves on me, and yes. I won't be allowed to touch it. Yes, but you can hold the mate. We need to do this. And um, I'll tell you something. I did a uh, an interview. I got phoned by the ICC, and they were like, "Oh, can you do an interview? Uh, you know, preview to the World Cup coming up." And I um I said, obviously, yes, yeah, sure, yes, yeah, sure. Just just lift my Saturday show and, yeah. and play and quote me. <laughs> no, so we were, I went to Eden Park, and then they gave me the World Cup trophy two thousand and I think it was the three, so you know, replica sort of one. And I said to them, I said, because he took the gloves out. Did Australia v. India, when they got like a million in the final? Yes, in South Africa. Ricky Ponting hit one into the third tier (laughs) at the Wanderers. High altitude. They were kind of frightening. Yeah. Back then. I actually gave my tickets away to um, my mother and sister, I think, went to go watch it. Because I said, if India win, Sachin will score 100 and I want to watch that on TV. (laughs) Really? And Sachin didn't score 100. (laughs) But it was an amazing event. And um, the... The point of the story was, is that the 2003 World Cup trophy, so the ICC official, he took it out with the gloves on, yeah. gave it to me, and I was like, oh, hang on, you know, do you want me to put the gloves on? He said, nah, it's, it's all right, you know, if you've competed in the, yeah, you've got in the soft, event. You've got soft hands, you've ever worked a hard day in your life. <laughs> no, but it's, uh, yeah, the gloves on the trophy thing, it's a real thing, and we oh, need well. to give get you to go to the mace, because you might, might have to wear a diaper, because you'll pee in your pants with excitement. Yeah, well, that is true. That's true. I've got a few of them lying around at home, mate, so <laughs> wait, 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 them on. 0800-158-811, you can text us on double eight double three. Let's get to this one from Chipper on the GC. How you doing, Chipper? Thanks for uh, texting him from Australia. Rena lads, just on the darts, uh, Haupaipua is an ex-scratch golfer from Team Madua. Oh, God, he's an overachiever. 
Oh, thanks for the oil, uh, Chip. Appreciate that. He's also got the Wallabies at $26 in my multi. The, the Wallabies can't be paying $26 head to head. No, that no. must be that must be a you no. know 12 and over or something like that. Okay. Well, no, or luck. not even that. Good luck, Chip, on the GC. Uh, good luck. I'm not sure what to make of that uh, Australian team after last week. Does the scoreline truly reflect what we saw in that contest? No. I'm not so sure, um, but they are playing in New Zealand, this one. Well, remember there was that opportunity to score a try early on where they could have gone ahead, um, and I think the elbow just touched the um, the flag on the corner. So it would have been interesting had the Aussies or the Wallabies got ahead of the All Blacks early on in the game. Well, they didn't concede that try right on half yes. time. I felt like that was the real killer, and then the All Blacks broke loose. That 10-minute period they had when they scored those three tries was pretty impressive. Hey, Richie writes, anyone Grant, uh, the FIFA Women's World Cup has been awesome. Amazingly well-run games. Atmosphere at games, unbelievable. Massive crowds. Great to be able to watch on TV at a decent time. Have been to four games so far in Wellington. Going to the quarterfinal on Friday. Going to miss it when it's done. We are only now appreciating what this event is. Bring on our co-hosting bid for the Men's Football World Cup rights. Richie, thank you very much, Richie. Do appreciate no that way will we get the, the Men's World Cup. Well, Surely. I'm sure Saudi Arabia will end up buying it before us. <laughs> I mean, I'd love to. I mean, I think amazing. We, we've, we've run the, this competition so well. And, you know, every time we get given a world competition, it is run well. Um, I look back to, you know, the World Cup rugby, cricket that we've had here. Now this, which is a world, like, global tournament, um, it's great to be able to showcase New Zealand. And I asked you off air, I said, why did Aussie always get the final? I'd love to have a final in New Zealand. That would be good when we co-host. Um, but surely we couldn't get the men's. Just because of the size of stadiums and the sheer volume of, of a tournament like that, the, the number of tourists it would bring? Where there's a will, there's a way, Grant. If the last World Cup could have been originally given to Qatar to play in the middle of summer in Qatar. Oof. Anything is possible. Dare to dream, Grant. Mm. You just need a lot of brown paper bags. <laughs> uh, a lot of them. It's 29 minutes away from 11 o'clock. Really keen to chat to you. Lines are open. You'll get through right now. Hey, Warriors fans. Uh, this is the coach, Andrew Webster, speaking after the game. We are all in there now understanding it was ugly, but it's just not where we want to be. The Titans with 12 men, what to do, to do what they did. They came to play and made us work for it, but we've got some adjustments when different things change. But the way we executed, the way we played is just not where we want to be. That is Andrew Webster speaking after his sides, 28 points to 18 win over the Titans last night. A match that was tied up with six and a half minutes to go at 18 points apiece before Tohu, uh, Tohu Harris uh, ended a 24-game try drought. Love that bloke. 24 games uh, without a try. He crashed over from close range, six and a half minutes to go, and then the game was steeled uh, with Dallin uh, Watani Zelezniak scoring after a Johnson kick with four to go. But it certainly wasn't um, pretty. The win sees the Warriors move to third on the ladder, but I'd like to know, how has life changed for Warriors fans? I reckon most of them watching last night would have gone, we're still going to win this. We're, we're still going to win this. this <laughs> it's the Warriors of 2023, right? <laughs> this, is, this is our time. What do they always say? This is the this year. Is our, yeah, this, this is the year. year. I, but I'm, I'm, Finn, Finn was watching it. Did you have that feeling? Going, this is our year, actually, guys. This is our year. It's, it's, uh, eight, it's 18 uh, to piece. It we're going to do this. We're, we are going to win. Well, well, what I want to ask you guys—you seem to be the, you know, rugby league, um, 
experts here in the room. I'm, I'm uh, by no means a rugby league expert. Neither am I. I'm not an expert at all. I will not. I will have not that. But you've watched a lot. Why are they so inconsistent? Well, they're not. You know, they're not. No, not this year. Not this year. Are you listening to me, Grant? I said how life has changed as a Warriors fan. How many of them were sitting there thinking, uh, we've got this. It's 18, all the six and a half minutes to go. Wind back a few years. People would have had no fingernails, no toenails. Yeah, they would have bitten off their toenails. Yeah. But okay. they're, they're watching with six and a half to go, and I, I'd imagine a lot of Warriors fans, we've got this. They've now won seven of eight games. No, so, seven of their last eight games. Yeah, so the Warriors have been consistent, but yeah. what I mean is overall, because you know I love a rugby league multi, and it's been getting me down. Yeah, well... It's been getting me down, because... How can these teams be so inconsistent? And that's it's the a, worrying thing. It's a tight competition. There's parity across the board, mm. large swathes of it, I, I would argue. But Andrew Webster said there was a scrappy win and yep. he's concerned. <laughs> and that concerns me because of the volatility of how these teams go from being a champion side one weekend to absolutely blowing out. But the winning a variety of games... Um, closing it out late against the Titans last night, and nearly blowing it against the Raiders, but then gathering themselves and Sean Johnson hitting the golden point. And the two weeks before that, they, they put 40 on the Eels and the Sharks. They've shown character. They've shown that they're a quality team as well, haven't they? Seven of, seven of eight games. Um, they've won. Uh, Warriors fans really keen to discuss uh, that with you. It's 26 minutes away from 11 o'clock. We'll uh, take a break. 0800 uh, Feel free to join us. Um, or text double eight double three. This is the Saturday session. Back shortly. You can never know what it's like. Your blood like when it freezes, just like ice. And there's a cold and lonely light that shines from you. You wind up like the wreck you hide behind that man. Tunes, great tunes. Very nice, very nice. 21 minutes away from 11 o'clock. 0800-150-811-8833 if you want to join in. Uh, now is your chance. Speak now if you ever hold your peace. Do you know what happened yesterday, Daniel? School disco for my eight-year-old. Oh, wow. First one. How did it go? He was nervous. Yeah. I, 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 I did didn't make him nervous did, did leading he get, up to it. Did he get stressed about what he had to wear? There weren't any wahinis there, though. Okay. No, so it was just, just the lads there. and um, What was he nervous about? His moves. His moves. Because oh, I said, oh, surely you got to, you know, what moves are you going to bust out? He's like, I'm not going to bust out any moves. Well, he is your son. And after, you know, your revelation last week that you can't dance and you had to go to ballroom dancing training to help your footwork and cricket. Yeah, but, oh, well, that's what Christian size, if you believe in Australian. <laughs> come on. That's, come on. That's a, that's a fair retort. Yeah. But uh, you, you've actually, I'd like to, before you make your announcement, because I know that you want to announce the All Black squad. Yes, yeah, I'm going to save everyone time and just tell you what the squad is on, my, for what, on Monday. What I want to ask you is, when you were young, did you actually used to tune in and watch it live? Yeah. The announcement. Yeah. And did you get all excited? And then, and then as an adult? Yeah. Yeah. I, I do like how the All Blacks announce things. I, and sometimes don't tell their players either, mm. and they hear it. Like De- Dallas McLeod, right? I think yeah. we heard that great clip on the breakdown on Sky yeah. talking about he was he wasn't ever going to watch it I think and then sort of stumbled on it and was like oh my god I, I made the team yeah because I remember it's you not had like to... a boring you know Grant Elliott is back from the wilderness to play, to play in New Zealand's 
five match one day series against Sri Lanka. Well, I remember I we used to wait for the newspaper to come out. So you'd wait for the newspaper to come out, and you know you didn't have radios in South Africa. I don't think I listened to the radio. No, but I mean, oh, this God, is this God, is the under fifty counting. Listen to the radio where it's immediate. Uh, yeah. It's pretty hard to get faster than immediate, isn't it? All those years trying to usurp radio as a, as a medium, they haven't been able to, to find faster than immediate. Incredible stuff. Well, Daniel McCarty, the 33 <laughs> all-black squad for the World Cup 2023 Rugby Championship. Uh, Tino Koto Katoa, uh, welcome to the all-black squad announcement for the uh, 2023 Rugby World Cup. Um, first things here, in the true spirit of my co-chairman of Selectors, Grant Elliott, there's a few brackets. Oh, you can't have brackets. <laughs> I've gone with the 1914 split. Cody Taylor, Dane Cole, Simasoni Takiaho. Focus. Nice. Any complaints, Finnell Grant? Anyone wants to complain there? No. No complaints. No, no complaints. Uh, props. Uh, Ethan DeGroote. Uh, Fletcher Newell. Nepo Laulala. Tyrell Lomax. Uh, Oh, Offatonga Fassi into Mighty Williams. No Moody? No Joe Moody, yes. No Joe Moody, Grant. That's uh, that's interesting. Why not? Uh, well, he's been injured. He's run out of time. Yeah, all that experience. Kane would Williamson. Have been nice. Now, would I be shocked to see him in the squad? Well, they know more than they know, know more than me as far as injuries. Okay. So I'm okay. guessing on so it. So lack. I, yeah. I think he's back in training. But his experience would be nice. I've gone with only four locks. Uh, Brody Ritalik, Samuel Whitelock, Scott Barrett, and Tupuvae. So Josh Lord, who was in the rugby championship squad, unfortunately has missed out in my team. Mm. The, he was he was really touted in um, the selection last year where he was a bolter, wasn't he? Yeah. And, uh, he only three test caps, if I'm not mistaken. Something yeah. Like that, so. Do you think he's lived up to the hype and expectations? Well, I just don't think it's this time around for him. I think yeah. it's uh, four years' time, uh, if we can keep him. He's only 22. Um Loose forwards at uh, number eight, Artie Savia, at number seven, Artie Savia, and at number six, Artie Savia. <laughs> oh, you play, can't do that. Play. Oh, you got, oh we, haven't, we haven't figured out cloning yet. Oh, we're not isn't in it amazing he might. Isn't it amazing he might be the best loose forward in every position? Um, I don't think there's been many times uh, you could argue that in you know, rugby. Anyway, Artie Savia has made it, I know, yeah, startling. Oh, Artie Savia made it. Oof. Dalton Papali'i, Luke Jacobson, Sam Kane, Captain, Bay of Plenty, uh, Shannon Frizzell. Oh, I'm so torn here. Ethan Blackadder. I just changed my mind at the last second. You did? I did. Because I had a look at your sheet there, and you had Ethan Blackadder as a question mark. Calf. With I'd, calf. Again, I don't know how healthy he is. If he doesn't make it, it'll be Summer Penny Fina who makes his debut, debut tonight. But Ethan Blackadder, I am a massive fan of. So what? What if, injuries have really hit hard over the last couple of years? So mm. what if Fina has a great game tonight? Well, I would look stupid, wouldn't I? Well, I mean, in the selectors' minds, which is you at the moment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Halfbacks: Aaron Smith, Cam Roygaard, Finlay Christie. Honourable mention: Brad Weber. Why has he fallen out of favour? Brad Webber's just made my team. I've had another change of heart. Brad Webber's in Roy Gard-Smith. I don't think Brad Webber will play. No, I don't think he will either. It's almost like he's, he's I'm, just, I'm sick and tired of my voice. No one's calling us today, so um, <laughs> you know, I'll throw out something uh, controversial. Okay, well, uh, does first, Bowden Barrett make your first five vote? eighths, Richie Maunga and Damien McKenzie. No Bowden Barrett. 
He's a fullback. He's a fullback now, isn't he? I like fullback him at 15. Kind of, I like that, that was, at 15. That was, that, was, that was, you know, I was trying to build suspense and drama. Yeah. Bowden Barrett. Spoiler alert. Bowden Barrett has made my squad. Has made my squad. In midfield. Ooh, this is tough too. I've got a lot of question marks here. Leonard Brown, yes. Jordy Barrett, yes. Eriko Ioane, yes. I think they'll go David Harvilli. Mm. If not, Braden Enor. David Harvilli's only played 40 minutes. Uh, outside backs, oh dear. Uh, Will Jordan, yes. Mark Lee, yes. Uh, Lester Fainga Anuku, yes. And then you've got three, three players going for that last spot, maybe. Who are the three? Caleb Clark, Moni Nawara, and Sean Stevenson. Sean Stevenson making... He's playing tonight, isn't he? He is. Ten. He's in the 15 starting lineup. Yes. But no, only, f- only four outside backs. Five if you conclude uh, Bowden Barrett. So there you have, there you have it. Um, I've saved you the time, the squad. There we go. There's the announcement. Yeah, don't, don't, uh, you don't need to worry about the announcement on Monday. There is your World Cup squad. Uh, congratulations to all I've selected. Bruce, I'm sure you agree with every single word I've just said there. Good day, Bruce from Christchurch. Good. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, I, I agree with a lot of it, mate. Yeah. All um, of it. All of it. All I, of it. Every single word. I, I'm gutter. I think Ethan, Ethan Blackadder is still having issues. I heard. With calf. Uh, it's uh, calf now, isn't it? Minor reoccurrence with his calf. Uh, yeah. It's too yeah. much of a risk to, um, to send him, unfortunately, but that's all right. What are the tournament rules? Um, if you're carrying an injury into it, you can't be replaced. I don't know. I should have really checked, dotted my I's and crossed the T's. That, I like, that's like probably, I don't yeah. like people at World Cricket who let a World Cup yeah. decided on count, boundary count back. Anyway. Hey, look, if, if he if he comes right in the next two or three weeks and he starts playing and they have an injury, it's only like twenty five thirty hour flight. But oh, hey, the other guys are stepping up really well. Brazil's playing uh, fantastic. Um, you you can't you. You know, you just can't, um, you got to play with the form and the now and the guys that are making a difference, so. Um, yeah, but the, the issue is, yeah. he, he's going up against a guy who's never played at international rugby, isn't he? Who I, And I was really impressed with some of uh, Penny Finnau, and I, I don't want to criticise him, I thought he was excellent for the Chiefs. And, and I like the attributes he, he, he does bring, but uh, I guess I, I think I've been sold on Blackadder for a few years now, and it's, you know, it's the what-ifs. He's a bit of, you know, he, he's missed so he's much a bit of a rugby, if you know what I mean. Though. He, the Ooh. way he plays is just a bit of a liability. He he literally goes that hard. Um, he he's just I've heard from a few coaches down there. He just is always likely to he's so on the edge. Break to um, mean break. To keep getting injured. Right. I thought you were talking about his his skills. He was a liability because then I was about to say. Uh, hopefully, Ethan's listening. No, no, this no. is someone from Crusaders country. Come to the Hurricanes. Uh, we will greet you with <laughs> warmth uh, and love and adoration. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, did I, did, am I correct? There's only four Ranfilly Shield challenges by uh, so-called Wellington team this season. No, they've already played two, haven't they? They played two. There's yeah, more, and they've got f- they got four of nine games at home. So it's a nine-round right. competition, isn't it? Even though everyone's in one division. Yep. I hope I got my maths right here. I should have checked that. I'm pretty sure it's nine yep. rounds. So, f- so yep. um, luck of the draw, we've got four shield challenges, defences uh, uh, to be uh, made. Oh, you've got a reasonable chance of still having it at the end of the season, I think, probably. Oh, we'll have it to the end of time, Bruce. That's, uh, that's pretty clear. 
<laughs> hey, Bruce, uh, hey, um, Bruce, I want to go. Uh, we, we've only got 30 seconds. Bruce, final thoughts, my friend. Yep. yep. Final thoughts. Have you got, have you... Um, uh, by oh, 27 up. tonight. Oh. Send off for the boys. Very nice. Excellent um, stuff. Hey. Yeah. Thanks, Bruce. I don't appreciate another point, it. But that's got... fine. Have a good day. No, bro. no, sorry. Sorry, Bruce. Cheers, Bruce. Uh, text pay... me through one of your jokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Double eight, double three. Send through your other point via text. Sorry, we've got to pay the bills. Um, you know, Grant's very expensive. 10 away from 11. Coming up to the top of the hour at six minutes away from 11 o'clock. Double eight, double three. That's where you send your text to. Let's get to some of those. Uh, Pete writes, uh, even though the last few games are against lower ranked sides, no win is a guarantee. These games could be a banana peel too. Can't always win by 30 to 40 points. Grinding out matches are just as good to watch. Hashtag Warriors for life. Good on you, Pete. Uh, for the record, uh, Tigers, who are last, Seagulls 10th, Dragons 16th, Dolphins currently 14th. That's the run home for the Warriors. Uh, we've got James here writes, Hello, guys. Just want to wish Grant the best of luck in the Masters T10 League coming up in Florida. Good to see former Black Caps Ross Taylor, Corey Anderson, Neil Broom, Craig McMillan also playing. Be good to see if the Golden Oldies have still got it. <laughs> uh, Grant, you've just been called a Golden Oldie. Oh, well, that's not surprising, is it? But, yeah, there's a couple of names there. Craig McMillan. I'm really excited to see Macca get going. It's TT. you he still hits it hard. Yeah. No, he would He would absolutely smoke it. Well, I mean, you've got no choice in a T team, <laughs> yeah, do you? true. You know, it's like playing three holes of golf. Uh, Grant Elliott has the best job. Batting at number six and bowling fourth or fifth change in a T20. <laughs> uh, and someone writes here, uh, Hi, guys. What happens if Foster wins the World Cup? Is that egg on NZR's face and a wee bit awkward? Well, get to a degree. But this is what happens. I've been telling you for months now. Sir Ian Foster. That's what happens. Sir Ian Foster. You've told well, us. All of the others have one. Why wouldn't you give it to him? You have to give it to him. You, you have, have to. to. You have to. We don't have to, but, no, you, have you know, to. disappointingly, we as a nation, we tend to give it a lot to people involved in sport. Sir Daniel McCarty. Oh, no, that will never happen. <laughs> I think I'd accept it. You wouldn't accept it. No, I'll, I'll do something like I'll try to change the, the country's flag and then accept a knighthood. Uh. That's right. That's, that's what he did.